Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. So this is the Flogcast for round eight. Starburns joined by Cookson. Hello. Penal. G'day. Teach. Hey. Hadouken. Hello. Morgan Ashley. Hello. And for his first appearance of the year after a big, big win for his Brian's Paddles. Hey. Hey, welcome back, Paddles. But yeah, we will start actually with the Brian's and popping the puffer fish and in a quite significant fashion. You know, it wasn't a close game, which makes it all the more remarkable. They blew him out of the water. I actually wow. have a, a theory great... about this. And coincides with their Brian the Lion thing. What they did was they hyped up Mitch Robinson on a heap of red cordial. And then they ran him through it. So he thought he, he thought he was at a showground. You know, suddenly he's at the fair or, you know, maybe a rave. And he Big fired up and played the game of his life. You know, really worked. Oh. Fired him up. To be honest, though, being at the game, I thought it was pretty embarrassing. Just like watching this cheer squad just spend like several minutes just pumping the thing up. They weren't as prepared as North. They weren't as familiar with an inflatable lion as a sausage, were they? <laughs> oh, what's going on with that fucking lion? That's, that's... Hey, 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 it's better than a real one, okay? Because yeah. the real one would have killed someone. Hot so... Podge dislikes this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they, they wanted a real lion, and then, they, and then someone's obviously said, what if it eats people? And they've gone, what's the next best thing? Let's, let's, North's gone, gone with the inflatable shower curtain. Maybe we could try that. Maybe big inflatable lion. I actually, for all this shitty stuff to laugh at and the fan engagement, there's been some bizarre ones. That is actually one of the better ones, I think. It's not terrible. I don't mind the big sausage shower curtain, but the inflatable lion, oh my god, that's just fucking hopeless. It's, it's a bit of American, but it yeah. worked. I yeah, mean, it works. It works in America, and I know everyone. The backlash is, yeah, if it's American, it doesn't mean it's good. But I think there's actually an element where if you do it right, it can look alright. Like I don't think Brisbane quite had it right, but there's something to work with. Maybe it can be smaller. Let's be honest here. As bad as it was, it's still not quite as embarrassing as the fucking "Never Tear Us Apart" song at Adelaide Oval. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Port have lost two in a row now, so I think we can expect the Bay Coast to make it. Hang on, Port have lost, but. But didn't Paddy Ryder save them? Weren't they going to be 10 and 2 after 12 weeks? Yeah. Like, isn't he the difference between them being sort of also ran middle of the table ship heaps and premiership contenders? Paddy's got a ban hanging over his head again. They look like they're on the skids, don't they, Hadooks? Well, you know, I mean, Paddy Ryder was, you know, Jesus Christ reincarnated, according to a lot of them. And um, clearly he should have made the difference and at least six wins by now. What's going on? How was Rockcliffe? 
Crips game, by the way. Uninspiring. <laughs> it's, I actually sort of realised, I didn't realise Zorko was back. If I hadn't realised he was back, I would realize there's now more effective field, midfielders than ineffective in there. Um, so they were actually in the shot. I didn't actually look at his stats. I've got to admit, I'm assuming. I'd say he played, Dane Beams played pretty well. Oh, there you go. Someone oh, else picked lovely. up his stats. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Sorry, Morgan. I think their win coincides with the fact that the shit Beams didn't play. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm sensing that is why it occurred. There's only room for one beams there, so. <laughs> That's a fair comment. Well. Fair comment. Hang on, let's have a look at the stats here. Tom Rockliffe. Just while he's bringing out the stats, what's your opinion on uh, Tom Rockliffe paddles? Because I don't think you've been uh, on with um, Hadouken for a while to be able to sort of repost his argument. <laughs> I think I've only like briefly seen that thread that he started like last year about Rockliffe being ineffective. To be honest, they've been. You're going to take a win, aren't you? Every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. Of actually, by Tom's Especially standards, what, well, he had four inside 50s. Whoa, that's, that's actually like, not, That's huge for him. What a quarter. Oh, 28 disposals. <laughs> 63.2% disposal efficiency. So he was on fire. Fireman Kane didn't put him out. By his <laughs> standards, he actually had a cracker yeah. of a game. Still about their fourth best midfielder. He was mm-hmm. Mitch Robinson, three goals. That would have made him Carlton's most effective forward on the weekend. It's a pretty funny result. So, Papa Fisher out of puffs. So. The puffers have hit the skids. Kane, it's obviously got some bodies buried in barrels in South Australia. He's preempted the fireman defense. <laughs> Technically, can't coach for shit. Now Has anyone seen Chad recently? Now, Phil Walsh is gone. Yeah, he was the brains, clearly. I mean, it yeah, must that's... be bad if you want to be a fucking fireman <laughs> out of AFL. And the other thing is, equalisation, Cookie mentioned it last week. It was this week even greater example of that, that just about any team can win on any given day unless you're Carlton in Australia. <laughs> Mate, let's just well, I'll take a moment to appreciate that fact. And yes. uh, who, who, <laughs> who, is that, who is that monk that made the thread on the main board? NBA man? Oh, dear. What a <laughs> fucking Yeah, we could come to the Flog of the Week time. I want that thread to code, come to the bay. I've been hinting at it on the mod. It's like, when you finish with that, just send it to us. I'm going to give it a meltdown prefix. <laughs> let's move on. We'll go to Richmond Collingwood. And, oh, Tigers! Well, that is, is the type of football I've been waiting for for six weeks. A and it just, it actually, it's even more perplexing when you see it like that. Where's it been? What about you, Morgan? I mean, you you must have uh, not enjoyed that much at all. Oh, there were parts that were really enjoyable, like the first quarter. We were quite effective. We moved the ball really well. We defended well. And then come the second quarter, we turned to shit. And <laughs> it's, it's, it was You were witches for like the first six minutes of that second quarter. It was lovely. It was like... Oh, you are woeful. It's like watching oh. Carlton, pretty much. It, I don't I don't think we came back from the huddle. Like, we just stayed there. I don't understand how they can be poles apart 15 minutes into a game. They're just fucking ridiculous. Those pricks cost me a free burger, too. That's my lunch down the toilet. <laughs> Fucking hell. Wait, you pick you pick Brisbane. He's Pendlebury injured because yes. of his shit house. Oh, yeah, he, he was carrying an ankle. Yeah. yeah, he was he wasn't very good. Swan was pretty good for Collingwood, but our midfielders went direct for once and people can say what they like about Delidio, but we are a much better side when he is in there. And he took nearly twice as many marks in that game than Nick Nat's taken all year. He's a soft cock, but he knows how to play some damn fine footy. <laughs> uh, he was very good in the last quarter. Very Clutch. good. And how is Tyrone Vickery? Yeah, well we will come to Tyrone, but it looked He's just bought himself another month in the side, no matter how shit he plays. So he's actually kind of trolling us a little bit. It's the Cameron Wood 
scenario like at Carlton. I think Short mentions this every time Cameron Wood plays a decent game. It's enough for Carlton to pick him a little bit longer. And there are every team's got one of those players where they just do enough. So McBean will come in for one game and go out and Griffiths comes back. What about Oxley? Your man Oxley, Morgs? He played a bit of a shocker. Uh, yeah, well, he was closely followed by Seedsman, who also played a dog of a game. So Seedsman was probably up all night impregnating people. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are we hanging shit on the seed here? No, we can't. Oh, yes, oh. we can. It wasn't his fault. He only had Jesse White to kick to. Is there a problem when haven't... Dugowie plays as well? And so all the Collingwood love is split, and so they're only running at half power. Coriolis was better. I, I, I only have enough love to give for one, and it went to Dugowie, and he was fantastic in his first full game. He had more stats than Seedsman had in his first full game. Kicked a goal. Seedsman didn't do that. He kicked it out on the full, which probably cost us a win. So he's actually responsible. Well, how are you going to address this a problem? You can't love them both at the same time. I, I, can't. I don't. See, see, Hawthorne supporters don't have this problem. We always have they enough have love so to much spread around all our players. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure my goo will grow for them, but until then, I'm oh. I'm team Dugowie. Short's no longer your friend, you know. Yeah, that's right. We cannot hang shit on Seedsman. The universe is going to yeah, fucking I, I'm not even. I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to call this an aberration. And Yes, yes. That's uh, an aberration. He just didn't care. That's all. He had an uncharacteristic Chris Judge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He banged Megan Gale before a game, that's why. Oh, shit. If you did that, I mean, you'd just be, you know, just doulous. It was nice to see the young players play. It's disappointing McBean will go out. But at least they're getting picked and hopefully Steve Morris can be out next. But I'm still not sold on Hardwick or the game plan. But, hey, it was a start. So we'll see how we go against the struggling puffers next week. Sean uh, Grick played well. I think he did. He two goals for the X's. By the standards of this way we've been playing this year, he's actually had a pretty good season. He hasn't dropped his head. He hasn't set the world on fire, but he hasn't been shit. Like, he's not been Cochin, who's been sideways crabby. He's actually been contested, and he's tried. He I've, just can't I've been meaning to ask this for ages to any Richmond supporter. What the hell is wrong with how Trent Cochin kicks the ball? It's he drops oh, it to his like, ankle. It's a stabby thing, isn't it? It's like yeah. he got used yes, to... Yes, He doesn't kick very well on the straight line. It's like he's got used to having to put the ball in his boot quickly, winning it in close, that he doesn't realise when he's got more time. He's like a great yeah. snap kick, but when he's running straight at a target he gets a little bit I don't know it's like he thinks he's about to be tackled it's like a reverse Sean McKernan who puts his head up around his you know <laughs> ear every time he kicks it he just drops it down ankle level and crouches down and does this little weird stab kick I've yeah. never really seen anyone do it like it he misses set shots because he stabs as well like mm-hmm. I was surprised he kicked that one in the second quarter because he's a terrible set shot kick maybe he's trying to just decrease any chance that the wind can take it anywhere <laughs> well Probably as we know right. he cares little for what the wind does to the football. As we know, when he kicks into it. <laughs> yes, he doesn't care much for the win. He'll kick into it because the win's irrelevant. Is that everything on that game or anything more? Travis Cloak? Oh, Travis Cloak do with a free kick every now and again, but we'll move on from that. We'll take the moral with him. We'll keep going. Oh, Buckley had a bit of a moan, didn't he? About, yeah. He doesn't uh, melt off in bucks, so he can have that. He's a cross between Brad Scott and Plugger after that. He looked like Hitler at the end of his rage video. It's just so depressed. <laughs> Speaking of Brad Scott, we'll go to the Friday night game, which was a good game of football, ruined by Lindsay Thomas, the dirty ducking cunt. It was water. Don't hold back.
Jack, tell us what you really think, Starburns. Yeah, he's fucking awful, isn't he? Well, yes. He had the sort of antics going that would have really pissed me off if they weren't playing Essendon. But because it was Essendon, it was funny as fuck to watch him get those free kicks and to watch the Bombers crowd go mad and to watch Melksham have a sook. But the only thing worse than Lindsay Thomas, I think, was that Essendon pre-match um, lights going out. Like, that was very... What's wrong with that? That was good. Oh, Just yeah. Just the Chicago Bulls did that shit in the 90s. For, okay, okay, Hadouken, I'm going to raise you a scenario here. Yep. Lights are on, everyone's happy. Lights go mm. off, come yep. on a minute later. Bombers is gone and so's some woman. What? You know, just saying. Not really. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I wouldn't have thought so, Fifey. Um, oh, oh, okay. I, I tried to fit a Bombers joke in there. It didn't go so well. Oh, Bombers. Oh, Bombers 2003. Bombers Sorry. 2003. Oh, I thought you meant Bombers Oh, Thompson. that's what it was. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I was going to say, the that? fuck is this? I don't even. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if the lights go off, Bombers 2003, did a game. I wouldn't go to a game with Bombers Yeah, exactly. Like, or any would. Like, vulnerable people. Not convicted. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. But back to the game. It was entertaining enough. It was a really good game of football. I was actually less angry at the end of that game than it was when we beat Carl. Was that because you moved the ball better? Yeah, we actually yeah, played. Because you, you've had the same problem as us. You've been crabbish uh, as well. You know, we beat Carlton, but we played so shittily that Carlton were almost competitive. That's how badly we were playing. You didn't play bad, Hadoops. No, not at all. And so when we lost, I kind of walked away and went, well, you know, that really could have gone either way. It was a bit of luck one way or another like McKernan's not Mark and all that sort of stuff that you can say here or there I wasn't upset basically I thought we played all right it was an honourable loss yeah we would say brave but I think enough people have said it <laughs> I'll say I found Heppel to be a bit disappointing this season I mean he just he hasn't been as good no yeah. not compared to last year a few of our players are down a bit across the board just doing little things like kicking and um, handballing under pressure you know they're just not managing it but if we keep this form up where we are on the ladder is probably fair 11th but we can improve and we can be better as we saw when we beat Hawthorne for example you, Penny, you, the fucking you may again. remember that not me this time so we're capable of better but whether we'll do it I don't know but yeah it was a good game and Sean Higgins delivering for North like what's oh, yeah. far out is this actually happening North are getting something out of weight in Higgins this has to come to an end at some point surely well <laughs> the potential's back the potential for him to be suspended at any given moment he should have been suspended he's going to get suspended isn't he yep no, it's fine. That was a Jordan Lewis, except that Waite's brain goes yeah. at a snail's pace compared to Lewis's, so he didn't decide to whack him in the head until the last minute. But he certainly, he drops the fist. Mm. Yeah, he changed I direction. Thought, I thought he, he was going to get suspended. He gives him sure. the clumsy Jared Waite whack, like the clumsy in quotation marks, because it's deliberate, but it looks clumsy because it's Waite. Both decisions by the MRP this week were pretty ordinary. Yeah, well, we'll come to the other one of that later, goo chugger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that the opposition team's guy? Yeah, the Bulldogs' opposition, yeah. 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 Yeah, so we will move on to the Dogs. Yeah, getting within 13 points of their opposition who remained 7-0. And, yeah, that was brave, I think. Well, con- yeah, considering that the opposition got out to such a good start, they really reeled them back in. Yeah, they were close enough at three-quarter time to make a run of it. They came really hard at them, but you got to hand it to them. They're, they're top of the ladder. They're seven in a row. Oh, they're boring. Fuck them. Oh, give a fuck. Yeah, and look. 
their best player who's probably the only reason to watch him. Yeah, I don't think there was much in that trip, to be perfectly honest. Well, I reckon he's gone. He got off. Ah, he's got a he got fine. Off, off with a fine. He got off! He, he should have got a week. Are you kidding me? He got off for that? <laughs> Dustin Fletcher would have got three weeks. Dustin if Fletcher it... never got suspended for a trip by leg, like except for that one time on Judd, which was awful. He's been done for tripping about four times. I thought he always get. I thought he always gets reported, and the only the Judd one was the only time he got suspended. No, he got one for. Yeah, but he's go go gadget leg arms. Yeah. No, I reckon he gets a, a game for tripping every other year. So Dukes is definitely on the money. He's had lots that I remember. It's different. I couldn't remember specifics. He trips with his hands instead of his legs, and the MRP did change, and it's now full of players who are genuinely hard and players who will look the other way. So every player is probably a bit lucky, but still, it's better for the well, game. Except for Stephen May. <laughs> no, I just want to be completely clear about this. Is Fifey got off on the trip? Is yes. that right? Yes. Yes. It was almost as bad as Stevie J getting off. I, I'm waiting. Uh, I'm waiting for them to send the uh, 2014 fight. Coleman Medal to yeah. Jared Ruffhead because Ruffhead got done for a trip like that exactly like that last year and he would have won the uh, Coleman last year if not Moral for that Coleman. Yeah, Moral Coleman to Ruffy do we have anything else on the Bulldogs getting close to their opposition? I thought the um, the Bulldogs played really well, particularly after the St Kilda game the previous week, because what happened against the Saints was when the Saints got a run on the Bullies, went into their shell and stopped playing football and tried to save the game. They didn't do that this week against their opponent. They took the game on. They were brave. They moved the ball well. That was really great, uh, and they, they deserved to probably beat their opposition, uh, considering a few umpiring calls went against them late in the game. But, you know, that's the way the game works sometimes. Nothing about that game has made me change my opinion that the Bulldogs are the real deal and that on their day they can beat anyone, even the current leader of the ladder. As long as that day is not a prelim. Well, the the question is can they handle... Finals football? No. Probably not. They'd never be. Well, no, no, no. Don't underestimate they, them. They can handle the first two weeks. So they might do a port because port certainly aren't going to do it. One day they're going to win a prelim. One day. I'm, and then I'm they'll probably, get, do, get done by points in the grand final. When that happens. One day their opposition might win a premiership too. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to, well, Mick Malthouse went full job preservation mode and dropped all the kids for his journey and they got fucked by the greatest margin the Giants have ever won by. Oh, how delicious. I actually watched that game just to enjoy watching (laughs) it crushed. And they were, and it was most pleasing. How was the one where the Toby Green kicks it along the ground in front of gold, the dribble kick to centre, and bounces, it does the leg break past the Carlton player to, um, I think it was Stewart, and he snaps the goal. Just shit like that. It was. It was. Was it Sam Rowe giving shit to Jeremy Cameron? And the commentators are going, don't poke the bear. We're yeah, five kick minutes. Five more this. goals. Yeah. <laughs> it was just beautiful. It was more enjoyable than watching us win this year. <laughs> For them to bring in all of their experienced players and drop the kids and then perform like absolute sacks of shit, it was so nice. <laughs> I, I must admit, about halfway through the second quarter, someone said Thomas, and I thought, not Daisy Thomas, is it? Really? Played a full game. Oh, he's actually there. Okay. And he was shit house. He, but he's genuinely not. Not any good anymore, and it's fantastic. <laughs> His idea, their best happened. player is still Chris Judd. Yeah. Their board is full of corrupt criminals. 
Their coach is a giant cunt <laughs> who can't coach for shit nowadays. Is Edelston a... on their board? No, he's, he's their assistant coach. Have you got a strong opinion about that, Cookie, or are you just... Um, you just I'm just saying how hilarious is how they for a hundred years talked about how strong and rich they are, and now they're shit. Enjoy being I, shit. And it looks like they'll be shit for a while longer because they've got no good kids coming through. Because <laughs> GWS stole them all, cry as a river. They don't know if they're any good because they won't play the fucking things. How many number one picks do you need? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Depends how a... many times can you pick Bryce Gibbs? <laughs> they could have a hundred and I'll still fuck it up. The only good kids that they have, like Patrick Cripps, because he goes all right, he'll probably leave to go uh, to another club because they're paying 700k to Daisy Thomas. <laughs> Some kids that aren't awful. Like Cripps is good. Doherty's all right, but he came from Brisbane. Like Nick Graham can't get a game, and fucking spuds like Carazzo do. Like it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Carazzo tried to almost knock out Murphy with a stray forearm. Oh, it was the closest he came to doing anything useful. Fuck. When Mark Murphy is your captain, it's time to give up as a football club. That's it, really. Look, it's getting to the point where I don't know. We can laugh at him as much as we can, but it just yeah, yeah. I'm calling the MMA tap out. <laughs> uh, Throwing. No, no, no. Towel on behalf no. of we, we've got a whole year to get one more left. Matthew Watson. Matthew Watson made Liam Jones' efforts look good. Like, like, that's I've fun. never seen someone run around like him, just looking so lost. Like where he was, a, he was another failed first round. <laughs> was he a first rounder? Yeah, yeah I think they uh, they took Late him the pick before Isaac Smith. You got the high favor again, Starburns. Cotton's bullshit is that bad. Well spread, it affects Starburns. He is allergic to them. We all should be. No, I'm not allergic to shitness. I follow Richmond. <laughs> Let's move on. Crows beat the Saints quite comfortably. It was a good effort by us, but again, we lost two players early, and you'd expect an experienced outfit like the Crows to run over, but disappointed that Rewalt got injured and young Jack Loney, but fuck me, the commentators, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And which commentators? Just Can you just tell us which commentators? Because this may be a familiar theme here. Big nose, dickhead Basil. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. My Brother's in charge, so give me a job, private schoolboy, dickhead Haim. Look, we had a crack at Basil last week, and he, he was shit again calling it. But yeah, Revolt was apparently brave, was the term. He tackled the guy. <laughs> he tackled badly, that's my Yeah, he tackled badly, and he came off second best, which wasn't the greatest thing. But... He didn't end up all that well, but... But you don't call him brave for being a little bit clumsy. Yeah, I mean... Oh, well, I mean, what do you do? I mean, you're over there, it's uh, it's always tough to beat him over Oh, there. I'm not saying, but it's just, it was just really silly commentary from two oh. guys who just are idiots. They know fuck all about the area. They do know fuck all about the area. <laughs> it was a romping win. I will say Josh Bruce was excellent again, kicking He's genuinely goals. good. Yeah, and considering that you have a few other tall forward options up there, like you've got McCartan coming through and you've got White, who's supposedly alright, and memory from the Swans, you actually you're tracking alright that you can bring them along one by one now yeah. that Bruce is... I'm going to throw a theory out there that Alan Richardson is actually a pretty decent development coach from the looks of things so far things are going all right for them he did do a lot of development in the past i think most of his jobs were in development league that's what he did at essendon for back in 2008 and nine or so so under under knights yeah that's great eight knights and richardson they were developing a reasonable side i'm not going to get into the whole knights herd thing but, you know, the side was coming yeah. along. Don't worry, point. I think Penal will drag us back there later. Yeah, <laughs> isn't, isn't your current development coach Mark Neald or something? 
Oh no. Uh, no. Listen, what's his face from Adelaide? Neil, Neil Craig. Neil Craig. He's their development coach. I don't know what the hell Neil does stand around and Yells look angry. People. He's mm. your money ball man. He's the one who bought McKernan to the club. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just... hey, North Melbourne were nearly McKernanated. <laughs> Let's move on to Hawthorne beating Melbourne quite comfortably. The only thing out of this game I think that warrants discussion, apart from Melbourne getting smashed for being shit, is that Jack Watts was dropped by Jack Watts. Uh, he intercepted himself out of the squad. <laughs> <laughs> that is how much of a bitch he is. He doesn't even want to play anymore. Like, it's not like he's getting into anything difficult. He's not going near the fucking ball. Just stand there, cunt. Just stand there. He should just piss off and start filming lesbian porn. I mean, that's a fucking useful like, And He hasn't even done it for good reasons because he's cracked the sads over the sub. He's going, I just don't want to do anything. I want to go back into the VFL where maybe they won't touch me. Can no one else say that I'm fucking Hopeless. Mm. I'm sick of those nasty Melbourne supporters jeering me when, when I get my third touch in the fourth quarter. It's not like if there's wanna... many of them there anyway. It can't be that bad. If you want a player to breed the personification of Melbourne Football Club for the past 10 years, it's Jack Watts. Oh. And if he had have played, he could have played on clangers. Like, if anything's going to boost anyone's confidence, it's that. He could have kicked True. five goals. Nah, he dropped himself because he was afraid of having a bag kicked on him by uh, Sean Makers. <laughs> if someone kicked it long to a contest between Watts and Showing makers, who would fuck it up worse? Uh, they would cuss each other and someone would come through <laughs> no. and clean it up. It's like dividing by zero. Because nah, Sean Makers is actually an all right forward. I mean, I'm not going to go to the levels that Hodgepodge did because Hodgepodge made a thread about Sean Makers winning the Coleman next year or something. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go there. He didn't, did he? He he did. He made a thread yesterday about how great Sean Makers was. I'm not going to go to that level, but he is an all right forward, and we saw that. Totally. On the Funnily enough, I actually agree with you. He could be a semi-serviceable forward in the mold of a Tyrone Vickery. Uh, <laughs> or a Jesse White. Gee, no, set the bar no, high there, Fifey. He's, he's almost as good as Liam Jones. Uh, I, I, I see him I see him more in the Cozzy mold, Starburns. Cozzy was good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's four the, games. It, it, so he's going to knock right. himself out. Did anyone hear from Jeff Kennett going off his tits yeah. again about the Melbourne board and that they should all resign? Because they didn't let him on. They didn't want Jeff. So Jeff's, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff did fuck all the help build Hawthorne. It was all the previous guys. He just came in and says, oh, look, everything's built for me. I'll play more games in Tassie. Full relocation. Indicated everything at Hawthorne. Yeah. Going back to the Sean Makers thing, I don't know if you guys noticed because you probably didn't watch this game, but um, David Hale got subbed off and after that, Clarko pulled one out of the Robert Wall's bag of tricks and he's oh. like, if you've got a player who isn't doing it right, throw him into the ruck. And so Sean Makers rucked for the last quarter. <laughs> did it help? Uh, yeah, did no, he, get... he, he was alright. He got uh, a few Fucking hundred points up. <laughs> Half a dozen hit outs. I think he he's a better ruck than Natanui. I, I will knew that. say that. How many marks did he take? That's the important question. He's taken more marks than Natanui this year. At least they've managed to find a position for him with no accountability. Finally. <laughs> oh, that's a good note to move on from. Let's go to well, the cats are back to being concerning. Didn't take long. Mm. Well, look, I, got... I thought that we were competitive for, for three quarters. It was never... one of those games, Teach. Honestly, I I watched that one. You never quite looked there, Sydney. Or always just seem to have your measure and we're just putting the pedal down through the course of the whole game. You're right. You're dead right. I didn't think we would ever win it. We didn't have Hawkins and... Yeah, um, that was a big out. 
And their firepower... Emphasis on big. <laughs> their, their firepower is pretty, pretty damn good. And so I always thought that we'd get Eclipse, but we were in it for three quarters. Well, did anyone and, notice um, Luke Parker 30 and 5 Yeah. Therefore making him the greatest player of all time, pretty much. He was, Probably uh, the greatest game of all time, surely. He was very, very good, yeah. Can't take it away from him. You know, they just waxed us in the last quarter, so that's what I expected. There was someone who looked a bit shit for Sydney, and that is Kurt Tippett. Right. Oh, yeah, he's a spaz, isn't he? Getting paid 800, what, 800,000, and he's just been so shit this year. I know. What a great Sam Reed look good. Oh, That's definitely. Oh, yeah. Reed's fucking hopeless, too. He was hopeless. Like, if they didn't have Franklin and some of those midfielders. Like, well, that's what. Sydney, Sydney developed very bad tall forwards. No, that's why and they then sends them out. They buy him. Yeah, plug a log it and uh, Barry, Hall. And Barry Hall. Ooh, uh, trend, though. Yeah, Lance yeah, it looks like It looks like in the case of Kurt Tippett, they've managed to buy one who is complete shit and is being rated on the basis of like one good season in 2009. And one decent prelim. So that's kind of like Jared Waite. <laughs> How did uh, Sam Blees go for the Cats? He was a sub. He, he no. was on the field at one point. I know they said, here he comes. Teacher, Sam I noticed. Sam Blees, your new recruit from Melbourne. Teach, I just noticed too that you were a bit gooey over Rhys Stanley. Oh, Stanley is playing out of his skin. He is just busting every single arsehole that he smacks. I can confirm he was definitely on the I mean, ground and yeah. did play. But <laughs> there was talk about seriously. Sam Blees, fuck off, you loser. I can't confirm. Other than I heard them announce him, but I didn't see him, and I never saw him again in the whole game. And um, one last thing from that game. Well, Stevie J. Oh, um, a nut punch. A hard ball get right there. Yeah, probably the first of the season for Stevie. What are your <laughs> thoughts on that penal, considering what happened to Jordan Lewis, who clearly wanted to hit someone as well, but got three weeks for getting them in the head? Look, let's face it, uh, Steve Johnson's a thug, and he should be deregistered for life. Oh, so he's as bad as Lee Matthews. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> He, he didn't yeah, get he didn't go up, for life, did he? Idiot. He got a couple of weeks, Lee Matthews, but Stevie J's just proved over and over that you can't let him on a football field. It's like uh, Mr. Aaron in a children's playground. It's, just, <laughs> it's not a good mix because something Jesus will go wrong. Jesus. I don't know if he's quite elbows Hodge level, but he's, you know, getting there. He hasn't he's pinched just, anyone. Eagles versus Suns. Oh, Suns are shit. Oh, Eagles who, are good. Who cares? Move on. 12 straight. Didn't Why just sub Jack Kennedy out? Preserving him to make sure that the exes keep beating Carlton. Yeah. Got to play all season. He could have skied all the way down there. We could have been 20 goals up the exes. Think right long now. term, Morgs. Think long oh. term. Yeah. Plenty of teams for Kennedy to ski over by the look of things this year. I don't know about that elbow. They're second on the Which ladder, one? actually, West Coast. We'll be sure Where'd he kicks happen? 10 goals this week. Who, who did the elbow? What are you talking about, Morgan? Okay, he's got a dodgy elbow. Oh, he injured it, but it yeah. seemed, didn't seem to stop oh, him okay. kicking goals last well, week. Well, t- a Gold Coast player didn't get near him, so it's not going to affected this week. Yeah, he's well, got uh, killed the next week, so they should be right. He's playing hurt. Sorry, Cookie. But obviously, um, he can play. Prittis, I thought, went really well. I think uh, Bender made the comment during the week that it was another three-vote uh, winning performance from Prittis. You and fucking Prittis. You cock-sucking dick. Prittis, dual Brownlow medalist. Is it possible? Can you imagine back if Prittis beat Fife again? It's, it's happening. <laughs> Let's go to the talking points. Wada have appealed, and the circus is Ew. back in town. So, 
Well, what's going to happen there? Yeah, what's well, not really. I mean, all the commentators are going a bit feral, but nothing's actually going to happen now for another six months. The circus is in Switzerland, a nice neutral country yeah. full of neutrality. Yeah, it's all, it's all tied up in legal shit, so it's going to be months. Well, okay, quickly around. Do we think the result's going to be overturned at all? I'd no. say yes. No. I don't think it will. Not unless the magical evidence fairy has appeared somewhere. Yeah. The magical fairy. <laughs> David Hill. <laughs> uh, the comment was interesting that um, Lance Armstrong would have gotten off at that uh, tribunal because obviously they didn't come out Who and say... Who made that comment? What the... relevance does that have to anything? Jared Waitley said that, well, the AFL tribunal had have, had have been hearing the Lance Armstrong case, they'd have found him not guilty on the same evidence. <laughs> the... Lance yeah. Armstrong had several teammates come out and say, he took drugs with us, we took yes, drugs. Yes, but with the way they interpreted comfortable satisfaction, he would have been found not guilty was the same. To be honest, I, I couldn't give a fuck because Essendon is shit anyway. Maybe they'll have heard for a while longer, unless of course he gets sued into bankruptcy because James Heard last week in the aftermath got a little bit angry, Scott McLaren-esque, when he got himself in legal trouble and accused the side of shredding documents. Oh yeah? Yes. That makes zero sense. Bomber Thompson has come out and said, yep, the Sada took him. We don't know what happened to him. Bomber Thompson said he wasn't invited to the reunion too. He invented a spreadsheet, which apparently was ridiculous that it, it came so late in the piece that it's irrelevant to the investigation and what was discussed. Well, anyone he actually said that they gave it to them and the they got took rid it of on it. day one, like when they raided Essendon and took all the documents so they came and got it. Yeah, but the there. document related to the last couple of months of it, none of the stuff that Asada was looking at that's un- still undocumented. Is this for the stuff that they can't even prove made it into Australia? Yes, the same stuff. Yeah, right. Okay. Let's get back to it. He's accused him of shredding documents. That's basically what he said. He said that it went missing and Asada got rid of it. That was pretty much word for word what he said. And, you know, he's on the back foot. He's got his dad taking pot shots at the government for him. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Popped up in the media, didn't he? Yeah, he's everyone's dead. having a crack, aren't they? Jeez. What did he compare it to? There was a nice metaphor in there. It was quite Pontius Pilate. So all of a sudden, James has been <laughs> oh, elevated to, all of a to sudden Christ like status by his own dad. Right, right. Uh, he, I wonder if he's got an uh, imaginary friend in the sky. Look, it's given us plenty of ammunition. The Essendon it's been a wonderful thing is back in full swing now, thanks to that. But yeah, fucking. But yeah, look, we're going to have to deal with it for another six months or more. We could just pretend it's not happening. Well, no, that's what we're doing. We could, just, but there, there, there is the Essendon board constantly delivering us stuff, and there will be Robbo writing pieces, and there'll be Caro trying to destroy Herd's life, apparently. And um, Bosk still posts on Big Free. <laughs> Actually, just unban him and spin, leave him, and that way nothing will happen. <laughs> No, that's his own fault. The AFL have proposed a new fixture, which was a 17-round season of everyone playing once and then splitting the ladder into three groups of six based on ladder position and to determine the finals and the draft picks at the bottom six. They could just do it from last year's ladder position and just use the same, split the ladder into three or three as well, but and just use that. That seems a lot more logical because it also means... That artificially inflates the bottom teams, though. This ladder sounds like the worst suggestion from the AFL that isn't a nab cup rule honestly I'm, I'm not really sure how it would work so i guess i'd want to see it in action maybe for a year to try it the idea is if you were in the top six after round 17 you can't fall out of the top six yeah so what are you playing for just your finals position You're playing for ranking Home finals that. yeah right, okay top two and top seventh four. to 12th are playing for seventh and eighth spot but can't fall lower and the bottom six somehow play for draft picks i'm not sure how that works it sounds like tanking and yeah. three irrelevant games a week yeah i think um 13th is meant to get number one 
one, so the incentive is to play for thirteenth. But yeah. what that happens if you're if you're twelfth? Reverse order. Okay. Yeah, if you're like twelfth and you are two games off seventh, so you can't make finals, you're incentivized to try and tank to try and get thirteenth because yeah. chances are that if you're sort of that tenth to twelfth place side, you'll be able to finish thirteenth, get number one. So it incentivizes teams who probably will just miss out on the eight to try and tank to get as low as possible to thirteenth. And no offense, paddles, but look, we saw Carlton Brisbane a week ago. We don't want to see Carlton Brisbane for a second time this year, which is what this system would create. We'd see, we'd have that game again and various games like it, you know, and Carlton versus Gold Coast and Carlton versus Melbourne and all twice over. Do we really want those? But don't we get that now anyway? Well, no, no, because there's a chance that they don't play them. They'd play all those teams twice. So there's there'd be chance. those games. But yes. if you are genuinely the worst team in the league, you Carlton. can't be expected to... Yeah, say if you are Carlton, you now get pick six in the draft or pick five or whatever fucking pick you get when you should get the first pick because you are the worst. Like, to be fair, well, Carlton no. would probably do a better job yeah, with they... pick six than pick one. <laughs> well, no, last time they had pick six, they drafted Yaron. Yeah, better than fucking... Close to their Kirby. best player at the moment. Cameron just... Wood's their best player. There's no real good <laughs> idea to do it because 18 does not go into 22 or 23. Yeah. That's... The best system and anyway, it was a conference the AFL, would, the AFL would never do it anyway because it doesn't guarantee the fucking two blockbusters a year the like idea. the Essendon Collingwood. You can do it. I've yeah, seen football somebody football did one. It was the AFL's idea, but the, the clubs told them to get stuffed. Work. Yeah, but they, I don't think they would ever implement it. They're just probably saying, you know, hey, we realise that the fixture is unfair and we're trying to do something about it, but they would never. So if you were going to do a conference, conference style, style, how would you work that? I don't think you could properly do conferences because you have eight interstate teams and ten Victorian teams. I think yeah. you could do it with nine-nine, but you couldn't do it with ten-eight. What if you rotated the conference? If you rotate a sort of rotation would work, yes. Even if it was 10-10, it'd still be... It'd just make the interstate teams travel a lot more and the Victorian teams just stay in Melbourne, so it'd still be unfair. Also, the Lions and Swans fans in Melbourne would get fucked over. But you could do it 9-9 because you've got Hawthorne in Tasmania and you've got the other eight interstate teams. Oh, what what Lions fans in Victoria? Because Fitzroy folded, remember? (laughs) Well, oh, you mean bastard. Anyway, I don't give a fuck because <laughs> for 10 games, you fuckers are coming down to get in your park and you're getting fucked. So there you go. Unless you're that team that's currently on top of the ladder and they'll win. Yeah. And they'll uh, there as well this year. Yeah, yeah, they will probably beat us. Yes. And so. unless you're a big Victorian side who never go down there. Like Collingwood or Essendon. Or you're coming. No, they're Tasmanians. You're coming, Cookie. I'm well aware of that. Fucking take we, you, Cookie. Let's move on. Another thing mooted was the trading of future picks to try and get trades over the line. So now Carlton can fuck up multiple years drafts in a row. Oh, yes, this is the fun. Who do we think could fuck this up worst? Only Carlton. As Hadouk said, only Carlton. Crazy Vossy. Imagine Crazy Vossy with uh. future picks. Paddles, your, cl- your club would have folded for a second time. <laughs> what, would, what would happen if Crazy Vossy got hired by Carlton? Oh. That, that, that's not a, a ridiculous yeah. thought. He'll, he'll okay. trade the next I've... 20 years of draft picks for... I've he will trade Crips to get Mitch Robinson back. It's the a thousand monkey theory. They're occasionally bound to get one draft pick correct. Just one. Look, this idea has potential to get trades over the line, but you can just see someone fucking it up so, yeah. so yeah. badly. I think another fuck up uh, good candidate to fuck this up would be Mark Neald. Gee, I'm glad he's not at my club. <laughs> or he'd anything probably... near a trade table, because he's not. He'd uh, reckon... 
trade um, the first round picks for uh, to get Sam Blees back. Please, actually see James Hurd deck him at the table live. On... I reckon Geelong would also manage to stop this up because they've had numerous concerning trades. Yes, yes. Up. Can you imagine two first rounders for Reece Stanley? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! Fucking Reece Stanley's been great. <laughs> you still overpaid. Just wait till Goddard plays for St Kilda and you'll be thinking, you know, what the fuck did we do trading for Reece Stanley? But yes, anything else on the future picks? It works in American sports like the NBA because they have the drafting culture and the experience. They and do draft sh- day trades too. And it's it's they have 32 teams yeah. in a league. So. Yeah, it's and positional needs. In the NFL, it works like that too because there are so many positional needs and you want to, you know, the teams s- go nuts to land a quarterback. Like if anyone's heard of the Redskins, they traded three years worth of first rounders and a couple of second rounders to move up five draft spots and draft a quarterback who busted. It was an RG3, was it? It was RG3, oh, yes, it God. was RG3. And this year, the Rams, who they traded with, actually, when they tossed the coin, sent the seven guys they drafted who were good players out to toss the coin against Washington <laughs> as a troll, which was, Great. I would love to see someone do that to Carlton. Or the ex-Carlton forwards. Yes, or the ex-Carlton <laughs> forwards walk out there and just toss the coin, like send Eddie Betts to toss the coin against Carlton. That would be great. But someone could fuck this up. Like, I know why they do it there. I know why it could work here, but I can see someone not knowing how it works and fucking it. Is anyone seen the uh, that movie Draft Day? Yeah, that's so unrealistic, though. I oh, know, I know. That right. Jacksonville GM trades, like, for a first rounder for four seconds. No one does that. I oh, know, I oh, know. Not even Crazy Vossy. But, yeah, that's how it works in theory. <laughs> it could work, but I can just see someone misunderstanding it completely, like Brad Scott just scratching his head going, you know, who's the next Jared Waite? <laughs> By the way, how many weeks for him? He got off too. Everyone's been done. But they only got fines. No one got They weeks. all got fines. No one got suspended. Um, he that... got fucking Jared Wade got off. That guy who played against the dogs this week is still eligible for the brown low. What a Jared fucking Wade, joke. He punched the guy in the back of the head. <sighs> Let's Correct. move on. Cloak and Robbo versus social media. Robbo's written an article, and it's not about us. It's about Twitter users because Robbo could never criticise Big Footy when he's got count. <laughs> big dog. G'day, Robbo. How you doing? <laughs> hey, big dog. He'll be listening to this after his 12th beer of the morning. So, look, he's had a crack, and he listed some Bay 13 favourites. He listed Jack Watts. He listed Tyrone Vickery. He listed Ryan Schoenmakers. Have I missed anyone? Who else did he list in the article about being targeted? Um, Travis cloak who had a sook of his own yes it's what i said in the thread i mean if the media gives jack what shit oh it's perfectly fine there old boy but we provide honest opinions who we're non-biased we suddenly are evil it's like no get well, fucked robo i'm, I'm ridiculously biased no yeah, i'm biased and i have every right to say whatever i want about travis cloak not kicking goals because <laughs> you, i turn up every week salary. and i am exactly fucking right I'm the reason he has a fucking job. So perhaps he should work harder to kick the fucking goals. Mal Dashley, now in the podcast. What else would he be if Borgs didn't help him become a footballer? A zoo exhibition. He'd, no, he'd be in the circus. He would be in the circus with all the fucking animals they have. It's that menagerie of a fucking clusterfuck of a house. You done? Kick the goals, Travis, for fuck's sake. <laughs> He's not Cameron Bad or whoever the other one was before them. It was another cloak, wasn't he? Jason. Jason. Jason cloak. Oh, He's never been kicked by Satanta, that's for sure. Yeah, no, Cameron got kicked. Jason was okay in the back line if you hit him well enough. But not often you see evolution in just one family like that. (laughs) 
Yeah, you, you say that because he was better looking, but he was a he was fucking shit. It is funny though. Like these aren't rookie list players getting targeted either. Like there's not many rookie list players who cop shit. It's the guys in the big money no, who actually should be doing more for what. It's the guy earning the most money at our football club. You are getting paid more than anybody else in this team. You are the main person, and you fuck up every week. And oh. and Watts has been on a list for seven or eight years on about 300k for or more for most of it. Now he's dropping himself. He's open to criticism. Yeah, but what yeah, he's we, 24 what now we, or 25. He should get over it. If... And he'll always be number one to them. <laughs> Let's move on to the questions. And we will start with, this one's for Morgs, and this one came from Cookie. Thanks, Cookie. Okay, how does it feel knowing that Tyrone Vickery played a good game against your team? <laughs> well, the only reason this happens is because we have the only player that is worse than Tyrone Vickery in Jesse White. <laughs> he doesn't play on Vickery, though. <laughs> no, but they cancel each other out, and Jesse's so much fucking worse that Tyrone looks fantastic compared to him. Didn't you look Jesse down one end of the ground, and you see an absolute fucking potato. When I was at the game, there was a guy sitting nearby me, and he kept yelling out every time the ball went near White, get out of the way, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> and but that's what it's like. You look at him and you think you look like a footballer until he starts moving, or the ball comes near him, or a player comes near him. He's just fucking retarded. <laughs> he looks like a couple of ladders <laughs> falling down a flight of stairs. Looks like Tarzan plays like Jacqueline. He's fucked. Like I'll put Tony Armstrong in front of him. <laughs> Fuck, he's useless. <laughs> well. See, that's what I mean when I say Sean Makers looks like an all right forward because he's sort of demonstrably better than Jesse White and those sorts of players. I'm demonstrably better than Jesse White. <sighs> That's the biggest melt we've ever had on the podcast for a a player. Let's try and be nice to this question asker this time. He's got a reasonable question. It's not about that team that played the Bulldogs this week. It comes from Jose Mourinho. Will Port, Puffer Fish make the eight this season? Ooh, yeah, I reckon they will. Yep, they will. I still think they will, but I don't think top four's in the go anymore. Three wins, four losses. No, I don't reckon. Bottom part of the eight. Seven or eight, and yeah, they've just been playing shit. Port Adelaide, to make the final, needs to beat North Melbourne, Richmond and Essendon and they can't lose any of them. Well they can do all of that I reckon. If they do that they'll win. But if they don't they're in trouble. Yeah. That's the point. North, yeah. North can do them. I mean Essendon 50-50. Richmond again is a 50-50 with how they're going. How we're going is like two quarters of football but <laughs> maybe, right. maybe they're out playing about so half. Depends on which direction Cochin kicks in. We are playing them next week but yeah. Fucking under nines could beat Richmond right now. We fucking oh. won. Yes, they had a good stirring win you can't <laughs> anyone else paddles through port make the eight you watched them this week no i reckon they won't anyone that loses to brisbane shouldn't be making the eight i think port will will make the eight this one comes from moo i hear the press conferences of mick malthouse and rod could are going to be made into a mini series who do you think will play mick and rodney Ooh, i'm feeling charles stance might do really good at portraying mick malthouse i mean he'll it's nail a bit of a shame nuts. that charles bronson is dead because he would have been all right as mick <laughs> Rocket Who's, the other one? Who's the other one, Starburns? Rocket Eat. Danny DeVito. I reckon Sean Connery for Malthouse. He'd have the Scottish accent and be like... That's right, Gary. The, yeah, the accent <laughs> like has Cripps. to go, but got the old man kind of got that grumpy look about him. No, no, no. For, for Malthouse... fucking shite. Uh, for Malthouse, J.K. Simons. <laughs> Guy out of Whiplash, yeah. Out of Whiplash and Oz. And I reckon for Rocket... You go Louis C.K. He's got that sort of building Yes, yes. yes. Louis C.K. Yes, good one, the Dukes. You'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, Gary would be great if you got the ball. And he cares about it as much as Louis said, Kay, in an interview. <laughs> you see them going, oh, yeah, football. We were playing, apparently. Yeah, we lost. Oh, well. Harley's drunk again. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> 
For, I reckon for, for Malthouse, you just got to get this sort of deranged old guy who's kind of um, lost all touch with reality. And I reckon... Uh, teach. I, so teach? No, I, 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 reckon, <laughs> I, I reckon our man Bombers 03 could pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's obsessed with sausages and Malthouse, isn't he? We know that. So he's already been rehearsing for the role, really. Natural fit. Anyone else got a suggestion? Or does that is it peaked with that? I'm thinking Jack Nicholson yeah. for Rodney Ede. He's got way too much charisma for Rocket. All right, let's move on to this week on the Bay. And before we go to Throw the Week and Flog of the Week, Morgs is on here particularly because of the events of yesterday. And after the game, she, well, may have won the internet just a little bit. Oh, how did you do that? Tell us everything. Uh, so, Wush and I were sitting in around the Richmond members area in Southern Stand and we're sitting there at three-quarter time and looking at the ferals over in the Richmond Cheer Squad. And Wush, just, Wush <laughs> said that we should look for the KFC boy. So I sat there for a while and looking around, there's a lot of yellow and a lot of black and then there was this big mop of fucking red. Uh, there he is. <laughs> I, I could see him from here. He was 10 bays away and I could see him. I'm like, that's it. We're going to go and find him after the game. Which is like, we have to get a selfie with him. So the game finished. We lost. Didn't give a fuck because we were going to find the KFC boy. <laughs> we, we ran around there and Wish's poor husband had pulled all his shit. We left him there. Didn't find him for 40 minutes. Poor bastard didn't know if we'd ran away or not <laughs> we eventually got through the crowd and i started taking photos of whoosh of whoosh next to him and it wasn't working very well everyone was trying to get on the ground to go and kick footies and shit like that so we decided we would follow him onto the ground even though he was by himself he wasn't going to kick the ball he just wanted to go and stand on the ground i guess so we followed him onto the ground and we're still taking sneaky photos of him when he wasn't looking and eventually <laughs> i was still taking the photos and whoosh stopped him even though he was on the phone and asked him for a selfie and he was very obliging and didn't ask us why we wanted them or anything like that but was happy to follow our lead and that's how it happened oh that's fantastic fantastic paddles is envious aren't you pads because you've wanted this for years yeah i've never got to go down to a richmond game in melbourne did you spot mustache man or baldy at all no i think i was so fixated on him that i couldn't look anywhere else so by the time we got down to finding him we weren't hashtag tension oh <laughs> <laughs> by the time we got down there he was the only thing we were caring about so my next mission is to find baldy and then we'll move on from there i reckon it's going to be hard to spot baldy because i reckon he's he's like a casual fan coach and the sons isn't he <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned that um, KFC Boy was very magnanimous about the whole affair and didn't ask why you wanted the photos or anything. Be honest, did you lead him on? And did he think he was going to sort of get some? Yeah, yeah. Did you give him a bit, a bit of a tease? Oh, well, we were nice to him. We wanted something from him. So we weren't. I wish might have given him a bit of a touch-up. I'm not sure. I didn't touch him. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. After photos, he introduced himself to me. He was very nice. And, yeah, sorry. Sounds like you left him broken hearted actually no we're yeah, going to yeah. just, we're going did you at least give him your number no but i know i know where i can find him next time let's go to thread of the week flog of the week we'll go through them real quick anyone got anything the chris Dawes oracle thread yeah, oh yeah great 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 it's actually kind of a quiet week on the bay this week. honorable mention to lw reviving the big dog thread but i think it's yeah 
got to be the Oracle. Good seeing new flogs on the back. I yeah. agree. Flog of the week. I think we got a bit more variety here. Yeah, I noticed fucking Legend is back on the bay. So fuck you, Legend. You're a shit poster. <laughs> I noticed you were gone for six months after the grand final and going to be gone for another six months when we fuck you up on the weekend. Yeah, fuck That's, off, Legend. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, Bonal. Legend is a fucking dipstick. I've never I, really worried about him but he does come across as an a-grade toss bucket so i was actually only going to give him my dishonorable mention uh but he just sort of made me so angry because no, you got melted by leg end yeah that's embarrassing that's like paul ruse <laughs> getting melted by goo <laughs> it's like getting melted melted by fucking tazork or someone it's so embarrassing i think that actually has happened with some yeah, I, I was actually going to nominate that NBA man guy, but yeah. I'll nominate oh, him for this Carlton Sook. I want to nominate another Carlton Sook. We go for PMs just being getting angry across multiple, no, nowhere specific, just over threads, long, long-witted essays, getting angry at people, and ultra defensive. Like he's almost in denial of Carlton shitness, and he's usually a good poster, but I think. I think he's just cracked, and it's always good when they just crack the usually resolute posters. But, yeah, happy to give it to Legend. He's our flog of the week. Last week's poll, the worst player in the AFL, 4.8% said Jack Watts, 14.3% said Ryan Shawnmakers, 19% said Liam Jones, and 61.9% said no AFL player is as bad at football as Basil Zemplis is at commentary. <laughs> Is this and... the first poll that Jack Watts didn't win? No, he lost to someone a few weeks ago, actually. Franco Cotzo. <laughs> but yeah, Jack Watts didn't win. Jack Watts came last. That's how far Jack Watts has fallen. Let's move on to next week. Friday night. Well, hooray, hooray. Carlton are on Friday night again against the Concerning Cats. Does anyone give Carlton a hope in hell? No. If Geelong managed to play the worst game of all time and somehow show up with a pack of 10-year-olds, then yeah, Carlton no chance, but... Carlton no chance. Geelong by about 120. Yep. Goals. Teach? Teach. Teach. Okay, last. Oh, he's nice. waiting for me to go, fine, I'll go. Geelong are fucking shit. Geelong are a terrible team, but they'll still win this match by about 80 points because Carlton are so much worse. Teach? Cats. Cats by plenty. All right, Pads, what was your tip? I can, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't think Carlton can hope for is that her, um, Geelong plays a poison lasagna. Yep. St Kilda West Coast, this could be interesting at Eddie Had. I think West Coast will win the way they're playing, but St Kilda Ooh, aren't terrible. This is going to be a really good game. We play good at run. Eddie Had, but it depends on how well we can stop Kennedy. Because, I mean, key forwards do tend to tear us a new arsehole. I mean, Cloak played pretty well against us. And Hita hasn't played well against anyone. Do you moment. think um, Rewalt will play? Do you think he's nah. getting to get back? All right, so Armitage <laughs> won't have anyone to kick it to. That'll be uh, disappointing. I think uh, West Coast will win based on that. West Coast. West Coast to win, but not by as much as people might think. It'll be closer than they're expecting. Uh, yeah. I actually reckon St Kilda will win. Ooh, yeah, I'm, win. I'm with you, Paddles. I think the Saints are going to get up. But at least no one's as fucking bad a tipper as Dan, who tipped <laughs> Melbourne to beat us. <laughs> oh, wow. Jesus. What a hey, retard. Hey. <laughs> Listen to Mr. Middle of the Road in the five-man tipping company. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say St Kilda to win, going from the heart. <coughs> and I would like to point out I am winning my six-man tipping comp, so I'm better tipper than teach. It's called pacing yourself. Sometimes you've got to sit in the middle of the pack, you know, just behind the leaders, let them get yeah, comfortable go, and go, worn out go, you know, from the pressure of the being in the you lead. Then the doing. end, just cruise on by. Giants, crows, 
Giants for me. They're up and about. They're playing at home and fucking stop them. Yeah, I'm going Giants and I like watching them play. I really enjoy it. You like watching a key forward who can kick straight. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I like Dylan Shield. I like Trelaw. I think they're great. They play good football. Just don't do it against us. I reckon the Crows will get up because if there's one thing they do well, it's beat up on the expansion sides because I think they're one of the the few that are left in the running and um, I think they'll win. Eddie Betts to kick a bag, six or seven, and uh, won't Carlton fans be missing him? I have to go for Giants. I mean, Adelaide are a good team, but Giants, they look like they're something special. they just got something about them that means that they're going to dominate this league in a few years' time. So. Yeah, is, doesn't it just suck how Carlton didn't get any picks, but the Giants got so many? And... Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a tragedy. We, we hate the fact that Carlton didn't get any picks. <laughs> Fuck them. NBA man says it's unfair, so it's clearly unfair. Isn't the team that have been hit the hardest by like the the Giants and the Suns coming into League Port, and they seem to have sort of Port, done West right. Coast and Richmond, I think, got the worst of it. And so I'd say North as well because they couldn't get any decent players. But Carlton, North never bottomed out though. Like they weren't robbed of a one, two, three pick. Yeah, but getting picked like twenty five. But, but of North 10. were robbed of David Swallow. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Adelaide might win this. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a draw. A draw. A Giants Whoa. will win because Sloan's out, Jange is out. They've got a bunch of injuries at Adelaide. No, I reckon the Giants can cover them. Gold Coast, Collingwood. Collingwood. I think Collingwood bounce back. Oh, yeah, Collingwood. Collingwood. Well, I hope we win. I will be there. And I wouldn't be overly confident on what we showed last week, but then again, Gold Coast were absolutely fucking terrible. So hoping for a win. Yeah, the scum will win. Thanks, paddles. I have to go go for Collingwood. And Cloak to kick two goals, five. Grand final rematch, the Tassie Hawks versus the Colders. John Lewis is back. Lewis is back. Hodge is still out. Where's this being played? MCG. Neutral turf. Gee, this is the game of the round. Yeah, it is. Mm. I'm going to go the Colas, actually. I reckon Tassie will win. Yeah, Tassie. I've gone with Teach. I'm going for the Sydney Swans. I just think they're playing a bit better at the moment. And their midfield's probably also playing a bit better in midfields win games. So, yeah, Colas by, like, five points. Rising star winner Billy Harter will 20-3. And uh, the Hawthorne, the Melbourne-based win by seven plus points. Masturbation. Because... <laughs> Masturbation. Well, I've taken everything you've just said under consideration, Penal. Sydney to win. <laughs> Based on what, though? Their backline is shit. Franklin kick a bag. Or someone. Parker to 36. Tom Mitchell to 25 and 5. Let's move on to North for going west to Perth to play that undefeated team. I think they'll lose. Yeah, I also think that North will lose uh, away from home. Yeah, game in the west. That currently undefeated team to remain undefeated. Yeah, I think that not North will win. (laughs) Yeah, North will win. North's opponents to win. (laughs) Yeah, that team with the shittest theme song in the league, they'll win. Paddles, the Bryans versus the Scum. Oh, we played the Rock Cliff will pick a winning goal 50 metres out. He will not get an inside 50. What if he gets a 50-metre penalty? Sorry, two 50-metre penalties. Well, Melksham could give that away with a brain fade like last week. The scum will win. Yeah, going to have to go with the scum. I reckon that because it's in Melbourne, because it's they had, they won't have Brian the Lion there, which won't rev the players up and uh, Essendon will win. They'll get milled in the dark by Essendon's um, pre-match show. Yeah, I have to go for Essendon. They just look rather better than the Lions. Uh, yeah, until, until last week, they were talking about the Lions not winning a game all year. Okay, they beat Port. Well done. 
they're not going to beat us this week. The end. Oh, it'll be reasonably close though. They've like got confidence. Ten goals. I don't think. I don't think we'll crush them because we're not that good. But I think we'll win. Yeah. Essendon by twenty odd. Yeah, starts to wear off around this time of year, so I reckon we could actually win this. Does anyone give Melbourne a show against the Dogs? No. MCG that the Dogs will win. No. Get on the puppies. No, not really. Yeah. Let's go to the last game of the round, and it's the rematch of that elimination final catastrophe. Port versus Richmond at the Adelaide Oval, and well, hopefully Cochin kicks with the wind. He'll be able to look at the bay cover and see which way it's being blown to, but we won't win. There'll be a crowd of about you know sixteen thousand there, much like Carlton's game this week. Yeah, I mean we we, we, we joked about the... for Sunday partly cloudy, winds northeasterly, Trent, fifteen to twenty <laughs> kilometers per hour. <laughs> We, we sort of joked about the crowds last week, and that was before the Brisbane game, and we all expected Port to win that. Just imagine how fucking bad the crowds will be now that they've lost to Brisbane. Like, they'll be lucky to break 20,000. They're going to be like a pack of angry bees, and they're going to fucking rip Richmond apart. Richmond are within a chance, but they need everything to go right. They will never tear us apart. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because they won't have anyone there to sing the fucking song. Let us put it through the pipe line and just put some crowd piping in is what they always do with port yeah well they like to copy the crows so you know it's not surprising they're essentially adelaide light they are yeah just another south australian franchise you can't expect much from a club that was established in what 1996 or something and has to you know use a pop song from the same era to engage their fans pop song from the era is most of the fashion that their supporters wear (laughs) they got the uh, billy ray cyrus style going Fuck, I was going out to discos back then. And not that he's a punchy man, but Hardwick will be catching the bus back to the hotel because it's been banned in Adelaide. Coaches walk oh, yeah, back to the hotel ever since the angry midget decided to yeah. go for a wander. Can't walk across the bridge. You, no. you better catch the bus. You will not walk home, you cunt. <laughs> Even if someone pisses on the steering wheel. <laughs> if they piss on the steering wheel, too bad. Has anyone not tipped? Yeah, I'm going for Port. Yeah, Port. Oh, I don't know. Port. Port again, will whatever. win. Yeah, Port will Easily. win. So is there a new theme song, You'll Never Walk Out Home? It's like you have to catch the bus instead. Wouldn't happen at a Crows game because well, you, you more likely get stabbed with a knitting needle or something, but certainly the Port ferals. Are... Well, it wouldn't happen after a Crows game because they all leave early. So... <laughs> they need to get their bedtime. They need to go to Country Kitchen Buffet. Hey, but at least the Crows fans turn up. Unlike the port ones. At least you don't have to go out to fucking Westlakes anymore to watch the footy. At least you don't have to go out to fucking Geelong. I mean, having, <laughs> imagine having to trek out to fucking shit old stadium every second week. Or imagine being once. a Carlton supporter and having to go to Carlton games every week. That would suck. Well, only 16,000 of them did. Yeah, say. they've given up, haven't they? They've broken. Not them. even a barbecue will get them back. <laughs> Supporting the Northern Blues. Anyway, this was the Flogcast for round eight. Starburns joined by Penal. See ya. Cookson. Bye. Teach. Adios. Hadouken. Auf Wiedersehen. Morgan Ashley. Farewell. And Paddles. Adios. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.